Welcome to Chalk and Truth, the podcast that brings together conservative pastor Brian Clark and famous comedian Dan Whitney, a.k.a. Larry the Cable Guy. I hope this ain't going to be a disaster. Oh boy, here we go. They'll be talking truth about the Bible and life. Now let's join Brian for today's look at God's Word, followed by conversation and a little fun with Brian, Dan, and today's guest, Pastor Nat Crawford. Now, here's Brian. Sadly, failure is a part of life. Check. We fail at home. Check. We fail at work. Check. We fail in relationships. All right, Brian. You don't have to mention all of them. And sometimes we feel like a big failure with God. Here we are. We've blown it again. Now what? One of the things I love about the Bible is how real and raw it is. The great heroes of the faith are presented warts and all. In our story today, Abraham fails again, and we get another glimpse of how God responds to our failures. We've tracked Abraham and Sarah's life now for 25 years. They've had some ups and downs, but mostly they've demonstrated a remarkable willingness to trust God. Now God has promised that in one year, Sarah will finally deliver their long-awaited son. Everything seems to be rolling along so well, which is what makes what happens in Genesis 20 so confusing. Abraham lived as a nomad, moving from here to there. In this chapter, he ends up in a town named Gerar. Gerar was located on a trade route, which made it a very wealthy city on the border between Egypt and Canaan. It was also a royal city, meaning a king lived there by the name of Abimelech. In rather matter-of-fact terms, we are told Abraham told others that Sarah was his sister rather than his wife. And we say, what? Didn't we go through this once before? Abraham used this same lie about Sarah the last time he was in Egypt over 20 years before this. If you remember, it created all kinds of problems. We were sure he learned his lesson and had become such a strong man of faith He would never do that again, right? For whatever reasons, at this moment, Abraham's fear was greater than his faith. And once again, in this situation, he didn't believe he could trust God. Fear is funny that way. We may do great with trusting God in certain areas of life, but really struggle with fear in other areas. When our fear is greater than our faith, we typically make poor decisions and we make a mess of things. So King Abimelech took Sarah for his own. It's hard to imagine how terrifying this must have been for Sarah. Once again, Abraham has put her in a very difficult and dangerous position. One moment Sarah is rejoicing in the news that in a year she'll have a son. The next moment, she belongs to a pagan king. But God appears to Abimelech in a dream and tells him straight up that he is a dead man if he touches Sarah or fails to give her back to Abraham. Abimelech pleads his case, telling God that Abraham lied about Sarah and he innocently believed him. God knows this is true and gives Abimelech the chance to make it right, which he gladly does. The next morning, Abimelech gives Sarah back to Abraham, but not before he lectures Abraham for lying to him 
and getting him in trouble with his God. Why would he do such a foolish thing, he asks Abraham. Abraham's answer to Abimelech was simple, fear. He was afraid of Abimelech. He thought Abimelech might kill him to have Sarah for himself. As readers, we see the foolishness of Abraham's fear. God has been faithful to Abraham. God has just promised him that in a year he'd have a son through Sarah. God had given Abraham a great victory over the four kings in the north. Even in this story, how God rebuked Abimelech was a clear message that there was nothing to fear. God had everything under control. But in the moment, for whatever reason, Abraham's fear was greater than his faith, and he blew it again. I've been there many times, and I'm guessing you have been too. We have no reason to doubt God, but our fears become greater than our faith, and we blow it. Maybe we fear what others might think, so we give in. We compromise. Or maybe we fear God won't meet our needs or take care of us. So we lie or we scheme or we try to handle it our way like Abraham. Whatever the reason, we fail to trust God and we make a mess of things. We fail. Now what? One of the great things about this story is how God patiently responds to Abraham and gets him back on track. God affirms to Abimelech that Abraham messed up, but he also affirms that Abraham is his guy. Even though Abraham blew it, God used Abraham to restore Abimelech and his kingdom as his way of saying, Abraham, still my guy, and I'm committed to him. God was in a covenant relationship with Abraham, and Abraham's failure didn't change that. Did Abraham learn his lesson? Yes, this would never happen again. Did Abraham become a hero of faith overnight? Uh, not hardly. It took Abraham 25 years to really learn to trust God. But God was patient and faithful to Abraham every step of the way. Yes, failure is real, and it's painful. But failure doesn't have to win. God is a patient God who will keep doing what is necessary to teach us to walk by faith rather than by fear. Whatever your failure, whatever your fear, God is calling you to follow him and trust him. Remember, your relationship with God is based on your belief, not on your performance. Failure is not final, and God definitely isn't finished with you yet. So let's bring in Dan and Nat. Let's talk about this. I think we can all agree how thankful we are that failure is not final with God. Holy yeah. smokes. Yeah, these are such good stories in here that, you know, the fact that God isn't finished with you yet, it's, it's just amazing. I did want to say, though, and I'm not proud of this, but I did one time say that my wife was my sister at a bar after a couple of shots of Tito's. But that's, that's <laughs> that was then. nothing this to do. Now. That was then. This is now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Many years ago. I'm just say saying that I relate brother. to that a little bit. You know, it's so crazy to me, though, how Abraham saw God. He talked to him. He heard his voice. And still it took him 25 years 
to recognize and get his faith strong. I mean, if I was outside and God physically appeared and talked to me, I don't think it would take but 10 minutes to have faith and go, hey, I don't care what anybody says. You know what I mean? I mean, that should give you some comfort to know that, you know, you're not the only one sometimes that struggles and thinks they need more faith. I mean, people that actually walked and talked with God, the heroes of the Bible, struggled with it. Yeah, you know, it's it's amazing to look at Abraham's life and starts off and he gets called and he goes. You know, I mean, that took a great amount of faith to follow just by this call and off he went. And there was a lot of uncertainty in where he was going. And then you find these moments that seem almost trivial or gimmies for Abraham and he fails big time. I mean, just, just you go, what an idiot. And then he meets God and he has dinner with God and you see him progress and then again he falls back and then we know at the end of the story you know how it's going to develop but it's easy to read these pages and kind of snicker or sneer at Abraham but when I'm honest pretty much it's my life you know I remember when I first encountered Christ you know probably on I was on fire and very little could disrupt it and then the smallest trial, the smallest temptation would come my way, even as a high schooler, as a college person, and I'd fail miserably. Abraham, as we've talked about, we have these choices. Abraham had choices every step of the way. He could have given up. He could have gone the way of Lot. But he didn't. He chose to believe in who God is and what God expects from him, and that's to belief. And that belief translates into following God. And that's true for me. I mean, if I were to focus on my sin, to focus on my past sins, I would be paralyzed. But I have to continually take my eyes and put them back on God. I have to walk with God. I have to be communing with God through prayer. I have to be studying his word. And when I do that, I understand him better, and I understand uh, my life better. I mean, Ephesians 2 has got to be one of my favorite passages ever, when it reminds us we're saved by grace through faith, not of our works. Our works don't save us. It is by God's grace. But what's one of the wonderful realities of that grace? We become a masterpiece. God declares us a masterpiece for what? For good works. There are positives. There is something exciting for us. You've seen it in your life, Dan. You've seen it in your life, Brian. I've seen it in my life. We have failed miserably, but yet we weren't willing to live in that failure. We were willing to embrace God's grace and begin to move forward again. That's what Abraham did. What are you he, giving a TED talk over there? <laughs> would you Would you come and experience yeah. it, huh? A net talk. <laughs> I, I like this passage and what we talked about today because it just it just lets me know that the heroes of the Bible were just like us. The heroes of the Bible had the same problems sometimes trusting God for things that he says just like we do. So in those moments of weakness when I have no faith, I just get these stories and go, hey, you know what? It happened to even the greatest heroes. I think one of the things that's really interesting that 
think about, and Abraham's just a good example of this, is in so many areas of his life, he was so courageous and took amazing steps of faith. Absolutely. But there were areas of his life where he just seemed to struggle with fear. And, and I think that's true of all of us. And that's kind of us. Like, there's certain areas of my life where I'm totally, like, I'm on board. And the same way, but there's a couple other areas where like, I don't know if I should jump up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's the same it's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Truth. Brian and Dan will be back soon with more episodes, so be sure to subscribe. Today's Talkin' Truth is powered by GoTandem, the free spiritual fitness app. Download Go Tandem today and get spiritually fit.